This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. The opinions expressed in the following edition of Thoughts and Theories are solely those of the host and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of ORFM or the Hills Radio Trust. Hi everyone, you're listening to Thoughts and Theories on ORFM, where I'll delve deeper into the meanings and messages of films, books, TV shows and more. I'm Asha Amaasri, and let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Thoughts and Theories. This is a warning, I guess. This is not like my usual episodes where it's all goofy, silly, I don't give a crap vibe. This is very much serious and um, definitely not scheduled. Um, If you had listened to my last episode two weeks ago, then you would have known that that should have been a Barbie part two where I would talk more in depth about the Barbie movie and you know stuff like that however if you guys are keeping up with the news then you would know that things have been escalating with um Israel and Gaza war and things are not looking pretty and um if I'm being honest with you this is the like nth time that I've tried recording this episode. Every time I say something and I'm like, oh my god, I have no idea. I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm going to say. Because I do know that I want to bring awareness of what is happening in Palestine right now. And I want more people to know about it so they can, you know, support the boycott. So that they can support Palestine and be on the right side of history and just you know, be, do, do my duty, you know, so then I can give you guys the information and you guys can spread that information and the more that knows what Israel is doing, the horrible, horrible, horrendous acts that they're doing, the more we can stop them and do something about it, come together as a collective and do something about it. Um, but again, I, um, I am very aware of who I am and what I do and don't know, and I don't know a lot. Okay, so I'm I'm not going to pretend to be some sort of expert on this topic. I'm not an expert. I don't know much. I have do I've been doing my best to research and stay um stay on top of the news for once. If you guys have followed me for long then you know, you guys will know that I hate politics. I hate keeping up with the news and I just like to live in my own little bubble. But if I do that with what's going on here with what I know now, that's selfish. That is unbelievably selfish, and I right now with what I know, I feel guilty just living a peaceful, normal life, knowing that there are people out there who don't have access to running water, who are running for their lives, who don't have electricity, internet, uh, <laughs> just a safe place to be, just to live, to be with your family. Why? Because you just... I don't know why. I don't know why, Israel. Please tell me. What What are you doing? 
this this is not going to be very well like if you don't know anything about what is going on with Israel and Gaza right now then please please do your research this isn't like one of those videos uh, those videos or like podcasts where it's just like oh the situation explained for dummies or th- or something like that or like a really watered down version so you know what's going on like this isn't an intro course I don't know how to explain it so if you do know about it then like you'll know the context but I don't I don't I can't explain everything I don't know everything I'll just tell you what I know and <laughs> I don't know I don't know I don't know um like I said, I was contemplating on whether or not if I should be talking about this on my podcast or not. Because I was very well going to pretend to, you know, just like things were normal. And I was going to go talk about Barbie and the ideal idealized life and talking about how, you know, it affected me. And, you know, the usual, you know, and make dumb jokes and make myself sound and look like an idiot. But then I would become exactly like those celebrities and influencers that I've been criticizing for the past two weeks and for those of you who don't know there's obviously been like a huge divide like other than what's actually going on in Palestine right now we are turning to news news outlets influencers you know to find out more about the situation but also to see what their stances are on this and you can usually tell right? And some some celebrities are remaining silent. Some people are speaking out. Some people are telling what side they're on, which is, <laughs> I don't even know the fact that there are sides, that there are sides to this and that it's just so surprising what sides that these celebrities are on when it's so obvious which one is the wrong side. I cannot comprehend how there are actual genuine people who are on Israel's side and supporting a genocide, the murder of children, the murder of people because of its ethnic cleansing, my guy. I, do you, I, I, I'm so, I can't, I'm trying so hard to like restrain my language and it's causing me to stutter a lot more than I usually do. I'm pretty quite, I'm quite tame with stuff like this, but I'm so, I'm so frustrated. And people are always like saying like, oh, why do you care so much about what celebrities think about war and politics anyway? They're just, they're just normal people. And usually they're dumb. They just somehow got money and they got fame. Why, why do you care so much about what they think? It's not so much that I, to answer that question, it's not so much that I actually care personally what they think. It's about the fact that they have an audience, that they are literally called influencers. They influence people. They have an audience, a fan base that listens to them. So whatever they say, a lot of people are going to be, you know, influenced, affected, and, you know, torn to their side. That's why it is so important for them to be educated and to say the right thing. That's the whole thing about role models, right? That's why you can't have, like, celebrities or something do bad things because then kids or their young audience will follow them, follow their footsteps, and just do bad stuff, right? And in this case, when we have literal celebrities supporting genocide, 
and no one is saying anything about it, they their fans are gonna be like they've got like millions in fans, and they're gonna they're gonna be like, oh, this guy supports this this group. I don't know anything about this war, so I'm just obviously this this celebrity of mine, my favorite celebrity here, is not gonna be on the wrong side, so I'm gonna follow him or her or whatever. And it's actually so so frustrating especially since a lot of these celebrities are like people who I grew up liking like it's not so much about even if I didn't like them even if I knew them in passing it's just this passing disappointment of like oh I thought I thought you were better than this sort of thing I mean who am I to pass judgment except oh I don't know they support genocide I'm gonna keep saying that by the way so you can it can like get into you know your head. <laughs> it, this is actually honestly the best way to be disillusioned by your celebrity, by the way. Uh, but like just and it's just <laughs> like for example, like, um, Justin Bieber, right? He posted us a, um, a story um, on Instagram um, saying uh, where it was basically like praying for the victims of Israel, right? However, the the background picture was a picture of children in Gaza. They were Palestinians. Yet he... Oh my god, the irony. The irony is unreal. I'm not even... I'm not even kidding. He's he's obviously just one example. But, you know, Justin Bieber is on the side of of genocide. Wow. That, w- that came as a shocker. And then there were other celebrities as well, like, I don't know, Katy Perry. <sighs> this is such a big situation. I don't know the right term to use. It's, situation isn't right. Conflict isn't right. Even war isn't right. I know war is probably the best way to explain the situation right now, but when I hear war... Like, you know, the Israel and Palestine war. The thing that comes to my head are two big powerhouses, you know, gunning it up against each other with equal opportunities of loss and succeeding, you know? But we all know that that isn't the case. Israel has crazy military power, okay? Israel's got the backing of America. And Joe Biden is so happy to just sit back, relax, and let this all happen. And not only just watch it and let it happen, but actually be involved and help the Prime Minister of Israel to spread lies. Especially the whole thing about beheading babies. Which is another thing that I'll get into later, but... Israel has the U.S. on its side, but even without the U.S., it's got crazy military power, okay? What does Palestine have? What does Gaza have? Well, I know what they don't have. Running water. Safety. Electricity. Internet. What what do they have? They, They can't fight back. This is the equivalent of being in a boxing ring with a professional boxer and a toddler. Whoa, the boxer beat the toddler up so many times and now you're expecting everyone to cheer for this boxer? Like, this isn't fair. 
<laughs> I don't understand how there are people supporting this. Genuinely. Like, we all know, of course, that Israel is has got so much money. They've got one hell of a PR team, and they're paying influencers. They're paying influencers to spread, spread like, you know, lies, rumors, whatever, to make themselves look better. There's been this email going around, influencers sharing the email that, you know, uh, Israel has sent. And then there's also very clearly... Um, Influencers who have been bought off by um, Israel. And it's just... If you go on TikTok or if you go on Instagram or whatever social media platform that you use, if you go and look at the two sides of this, right? There's... If you look at the Palestinian videos, you see houses being bombed. People running around trying um, trying to find family members... Mothers carrying their dead babies, their dead children in their hands, sobbing. Children crying over their siblings, their relatives. You actually see real footage of these dead bodies, disenmembered bodies. And then if you look on the Israel side... Other than the propaganda videos, I saw, I saw these uh, group of Palestinians who were making fun of the Palestinians and how that they don't have any access to water, food, and um, electricity by like and like they, oh my god, their videos are actual so foul. Like they're so foul. They basically dress up in what they think is how Palestinians look like. And then they would, like, blacken their teeth, you know, to make it look like there's gaps and, like, not great. And then they the, they would be doing something and then the power would cut out. And then they would have to use candles or something. And then they would laugh or they would... They would basically just do really ridiculous things dressed up as, like, you know, the terror... Like, the ugly images of Palestinians. Um, and I say... You can't see me, but I say ugly with, you know, quotation marks. Um, but... It's so terrible. Like they're actually making fun of Pal- uh, they're actually making fun of the Palestinians who are suffering with no food or water, with no electricity, with no safe place, running for their lives. And I'm going to just keep repeating this because I want it to get stuck in your head that there are actually people out there in these conditions. Gaza is literally a prison. It's an open air prison. Gaza has 2 million people, and half of them are children. Actually, a bit more than that. 54% of them are children. And they're just being bombed. Attacked. And these bombs contain white phosphorus. And if you don't know what white phosphorus is, it's basically this um, chemical where it's like, uh, it's highly flammable, and when, when it's, like, in the air, um, like I said, it can easily set on fire, and once it is set on fire, it's hard to extinguish those flames, and there's such, these, this powder is so fine that it can actually get stuck on your skin, and, um, 
and it can ignite on you at any moment. And this, um, like inhalation of this or, uh, you know, contact with this can cause long-term damages and you can, you may never, um, get better from the long-term damages that it causes. It's highly, highly illegal and obviously highly harmful. That's why it's illegal. And Israel is just plopping bombs there, here, there, here, all over the place, repeatedly, in front of the watching eye of the world, and we can't do anything about it. Is there really nothing we can do about it? We... White phosphorus, just just talking about white phosphorus and not the other other numerous war crimes that they've got out there just the use of white phosphorus is we all know this is illegal it is recognized internationally as illegal why isn't there anything done about this can the un do something is there like again i'm i'm not educated in politics i don't know what the world laws are but surely surely something can be done about this right is Israel so powerful that we can do nothing but just sit back and just watch? I don't understand. What the heck is going on with the world these days? This is modern day colonization, modern day ethnic cleansing. You know what I find so crazy? The fact that we learned about the Holocaust in school. And we're told, like, oh, Hitler did all these things, the propaganda, and, like, did terrible things to the Jews. And it's like, oh, it's so, it was so terrible. Yes, of course, it was terrible. I don't, I'm not arguing with that. But we talk about it as if it was in the past, you know? And as if, like, if, if it happened again, like, because they were saying how, like, oh, how, how did, like, everyone talks about, like, how the heck did Hitler get away with it he managed to brainwash an entire country and he managed to almost annihilate an entire an entire group of people like people are like you know putting their heads together like oh my god how do they do it but you know technology back then isolation of their country you know propaganda that sort of vibe you know that's how it happened and they're like oh the way it's said is as if oh you know if it happens again it can never happen again. Like, the Holocaust was such a terrible event. I mean, it's learned through... It's talked about in schools every single year because, like, you know, World War Two was crazy. But, like, ugh. It's happening again. And we don't have the excuse of not having technology anymore, about not knowing about it anymore. It's happening again right in front of our eyes and we're just letting it happen. The thing is about the, the thing is about Israel is that they lie more than they breathe, okay? And you might be saying, okay, Asha, that's a bit like this isn't factual. I thought you were trying to be factual and stuff like, okay, sh- 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 shut it. I have proof of this, okay? They lie so much, and wow, you guys might be surprised. I have proof, but I do actually have proof. Just. 
from this year alone, and like I said, the whole white phosphorus thing, Israel initially denied using white phosphorus on civilians in Gaza, stating the claim was unequivocally false. Human Rights Watch later verified Israel's use of white phosphorus in Gaza. Okay? And then there's the whole bombing civilians fleeing to safety, okay? After Israel told over one million people in Gaza to evacuate to the north via a, quote, safe route, unquote, Israel bombed Palestinians on the route, killing 70 people. While Israel denied bombing Palestinians on the route, several outlets reported that the attack was the result of an Israeli airstrike. And before I even continue with the rest of the lies, can you can you just wrap your head around that? You tell a group of people who are desperate to just stop fighting, to just live and feel safe. You tell these desperate group of people and say, okay, you want us to cease fire? You want all this to stop? Then please evacuate. We'll show you a safe route out of this place where you will confirm not be shot or injured in any way from the from you know our our side of the killing and stuff like that this is our safe route you know safe therefore you guys will be safe and out of here that is my end of the deal so these people not wanting to fight they chose to go to the safe route because they did not want to fight. They were not resisting Israel. They went to the safe route willingly. They were complying orders. And then they were bombed anyway. They were complying to orders and they were bombed anyway. How How cruel can you be? And the fact... The fact that information like this... Is so readily available out there... If you just put a speck of effort... If research... You will know this. We have Google, guys. The fact that this information is readily available... And people still... Unironically... Choose to side with Israel... And see that they're doing nothing wrong. That is actually crazy. That that is a that is a level of ignorance that I can't even unpack right now. Oh, uh, well, it has nothing to do with me. Shut up. Get educated. Search it up. Do your research. Oh, uh, I don't care about politics. Oh, uh, I just don't know enough to form an opinion. Um, both sides are at fault, not just Israel. Oh my god. Shut up. God, if you don't have anything meaningful to say, shut up. Stop following the crowd. And actually form your own opinion on something. Stop being the sheep. Like I said, Google is right there. Research. 
watch a YouTube video. Hell, it you it doesn't even need that much effort. Just go on social media and I'm sure it will pop up somewhere. Just watch the video. Just listen to this podcast. Just keep your eyes and ears open. It's not politics. It's not a conflict. It's a bloody annihilation. It's an ethnic cleansing. And they're doing it systematically, violently, and they're doing it now. This hasn't just been happening this year. This isn't new. This has been happening for over 75 years now. The most common comeback that people who support Israel tend to come up with um, is always the, oh, but Israel is allowed to defend itself. Um, And then they're talking about the victims that, you know, Hamas had um, created um, on the 7th of October. Well, I love... I love, love, love how you just focus on that fact, on that date. Because a lot of a lot of Western news outlets focus on that. They and then they ask, like, when they interview people, they're always asking, like, "Oh, um, what do you think is the correct response? Uh, Israel's correct response uh, for what happened on October seventh? Do you think? Do you think that they have a right to defend themselves, like after an attack like that?" And it's just like the way they frame the question itself is like it's already a lose lose situation because that's not the full story and you know it. You're cutting out half of it. It's it's like okay, to put it in the most like in the most simple form possible, imagine if you you were in school and this annoying ass kid just kept kicking his ball to your head. And it always, like, you're always like, bro, what the frick? But you ignore it, you know? But then every day, every day at lunchtime just keeps, this kid just keeps kicking this ball every single day for almost 75 years. Kicking the ball, kicking the ball, kicking the ball. And then you try multiple ways to stop this from happening. From saying, hey, stop it, I don't like it. To going to the teacher, to asking for help. It doesn't work. No one listens to you. You're being ignored. And you're just enduring it. Every day getting kicked, enduring it, enduring it. Until one day you're like, okay, clearly everything else hasn't worked. So I'm going to kick back. When the when the kid decides to kick you again like usual, you take the ball and you kick that kid back in the face. See how you like it. And then the kid goes and throws a tantrum tells on you on the principle, and then you're suspended. It's, that is the most simple way I can say it. And now everyone's saying, like, why did you kick this boy in the face? My guy. This guy's been kicking me in the face for 75 years. No one is bringing that up, are they? They're always like, oh, but, like, how did you expect Israel to respond after what Hamas did on October 7th? You Okay, if you guys are such big fans of self-defense and stuff like that, 
then how come you're not on the Palestine side for defending itself? Do you expect it to just lie down? Do you expect them to just lie down and sit back and be like, oh no, please stop, please stop, without doing anything forceful? After Okay, again, after enduring this for 75 years, they have been doing this peacefully for so long. This isn't a new conflict. Everyone's saying how, like, oh, Palestine could have, like, dealt with it better. How? How could they have dealt with it that wasn't how they did on October 7th? Again, I'm not I'm not necessarily condoning or condoning or endorsing what they did. But I understand it. Okay? The people who keep saying that they could have done better, there were other options, there were more peaceful ways. Seriously, what could have they done? What idea can you come up with that they have yet to try in the over 75 years that they have been occupied, that they have been systemically murdered and removed and trapped. This this isn't black and white. I know it's hard. It's tough to deal with this and face with this reality and this situation but it it is what's going on today and it is what's happening so please i implore you to get educated let's say we did put hamas aside for a second right let's say october 7th never happened can that explain any of the attacks that happened before that that Hamas was only just responding to? Because the attacks that Israel is doing to Palestine now, from October 7th onwards, they're justifying as, like, you know, finding Hamas and, you know, trying to get rid of this threat to their country. Well, half the places, half the stuff that they do, Hamas isn't even there. Like the West Bank. They bombed the West Bank, Yet, Hamas wasn't even there. They're trying to eradicate Hamas and trying to look for them, but they're not, they weren't even there. They bombed hospitals. They bombed schools. People, places with, like, lots of civilian activity. With no signs of Hamas. Can you explain why they did that? Other than... (laughs) Other than the truth of them trying to wipe out as much Palestinians as possible? Look, there are just so many examples of what Israel is doing to Palestine right now that is just so not okay. And these are all proven facts, okay? Which you can read more about. First, obviously, like I said, Israel has complete control over Palestinian water supply, which you can read more on the United Nations fact-finding mission on the Gaza conflict. Israel routinely sprays Palestinian farmland with herbicides, which you can read more about on the Haritz. Israel blocks the trade of goods slash services between Palestinian cities, which you can read on the Washington Post. Palestinian goods do not have free access to the Israeli market as per the Paris Protocols, which you can read on the European Commission. 
Israel withholds Palestinian tax revenues, which you can read on the UN website. Israel prevents students in Gaza from pursuing higher education, which you can read on OCCHA. Israel arbitrarily leverages the permit system to control the movement of labor and goods, which you can read on the Human Rights Watch. Palestinians are pushed into reserves while living on the West Bank lands. Source is the Times of Israel. These are just a few, guys. There are so, so much more that they do, that they're doing wrong to these people. Why? Because they want this land that isn't even theirs in the first place. This land was given to them by Britain, which was colonizing Palestine at the time. But uh, you know what I find actually so funny, though? It's how I say funny, but I'm really sardonic about it, but it's how we turn to the West for support in hope, in hopes that they could, you know, turn the tides against this, you know, ethnic cleansing, against this coloniz- like modern-day colonization. But th- come on, this is the West we're talking about here. The West who, not like who back in the day were very much pro-colonization, like their very countries, their very. Um, land, wealth, and everything was built upon colonization. And you, we, we really, we really expect them to be against that now, modern day, when it can give them so much, like, so, like, so much good stuff. I don't know what 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 do we really expect from America? What do we really expect from? the West. Though, I do, I do have to say, um, like, the, like, a lot of countries are coming in clutch, um, and helping out. Like, I know that Ireland had, like, donated a lot of money, like, raised a lot of money for Palestine, especially, um, because there's some history between them back in the day, <laughs> back, I say back in the day, um, and where Palestine helped Ireland when they were going through their own, like, situation. But there's, like, obviously there was, like, that whole poll and there there was, like, the vote on, like, you know, whether or not Israel should cease fire against Palestine, right? And the countries all voted. But you know what I find so interesting? What is just so wild? It's the fact that it's the fact that Israel, the country that actually, like, that actually is, you know, firing at Palestine, has the ability to vote, but Palestine, who are the victims in this situation, don't have the ability to vote. Like, like, are you kidding me? Come on. How is that fair? How is that real? Like, I don't understand. Is there a logical explanation for this? It's like the equivalent, like, my sister gave me this example. It's basically the equivalent of, like, um, asking um, a robber um, if it's right to rob people. And they're like, uh, yeah, of course. Of course, of course Israel is gonna vote yes, uh, like, against the ceasefire. Because they're the one who's firing. What about Palestine? 
the fact that they don't have a vote for their own say, like, their own, like, well-being is, and that was allowed, that's crazy. That is actual crazy. Of course, I don't want to generalize. Not everyone in Israel is bad, of course. I'm I'm not generalizing. However, the majority that is going the majority opinion is um very bad. Like very um against Palestine because obviously it's their country and you know they're very um like racist. <laughs> Not not all not all of them, of course, because there are some influences who are from Israel and very supportive of like you know um, Palestine and like ag- like agrees that what's going on isn't right and you know stuff like that. There's always going to be that minority, which is I'm so glad for. However, like I'm actually I'm actually so shocked whenever I see like Palestinian officials um say the things that they say and like they they're so bold about it and they're so. Like, the way they say things, you just know that there's... They they, they, <laughs> they genuinely don't think what they're saying is wrong. Like, they think that they're 100% in the right, that they are the victims. Like, okay, for example, at a recent UN meeting, um, one um, UN official was like, all, all children are equal and, like, you know what's happening in Gaza is not okay and stuff like that. When this Israel UN official blew up, like she was so angry and like I would I would give you guys like a sound snippet of um of you know what she said except for the fact that she's not even she's not even speaking English, so I I can't even. But I do recommend you guys to check out um the check out the Hotspot uh TikTok account um because that's um, where you can find the video and it's got subtitles. But, like, I'll just read out what she says. She says, There is no symmetry. And the children of Gaza brought it upon themselves. What the hell did she just say? The children of Gaza brought it upon themselves? What? What do you mean by that? The children of Gaza... Children, they're asking to be killed. They're asking to be bombed. Is that what you're saying, lady? She continues to say, We are a people who live in peace. A people who seek life. There is no symmetry. What the f- this is at a meeting when they're trying to talk about peace, right? So what, okay, I find it so, she finds no irony in the fact that she says that um, these children brought it upon themselves. They're asking to be bombed. They're asking to get killed. Just their mere existence, basically. Yet in the next second, in the next second, the very next sentence, she says, we're a people who is wanting to seek peace. Pardon? Do you not hear yourself? That is... It, she sees no irony in what she's saying. She genuinely thinks she's 100% right. And she's so angry. She's so righteous about it. And there were some... There were some other really cruel, terrible videos of, like... Um, these uh, group of Israeli guys... Um, not just guys, they're like people... Um, 
sitting on a hill, you know, sitting up there beach chairs and like putting sunglasses on they've got beer bottles and they're just watching like they're watching a really good view and then the camera turns and this really cool amazing view is of gaza being bombed and they're all laughing they're all cheering they're all having conversations and they're they're happy that this is going on they're they're genuinely i could i how can you laugh at a innocent human life being torn away? And that is, and I say that with uh, like, that uh, like an innocent human life. How can you laugh at that? Let alone, let alone an entire population, an entire race, an entire group of people. Look, I'm not pretending like I understand this group of people's mentality other than just watching them from afar and just be like, wow, that's that's actually wild. And I'm telling you this now so you don't fall for the schemes that a lot of media outlets is trying to spin and say that Israel is the victim and Just don't fall for that, right? Do your research and stuff like that. In case I'm preaching to the choir, if you guys are wondering how you can help, like, in what ways we can, um, you know, make a difference, um, of course, there are lots of different ways that we can do it. You can donate, um, you know, put any funds that you can into helping these guys get uh food and water or anything uh to be honest though if i'm being honest i have no idea how that situation is going now i have no idea how they're bringing food in how they're able to i saw this one donation place you know this uh people who were doing like you know um smuggling food to them and their truck got bombed and uh i think two of the delivery men were killed um, and it's just, I, I don't know. It, it was, it's terrible. It's so hard for them to get, you know? Um, uh, but yes, if you think you can, um, donate, but if you can't, um, then there is a movement that we're all doing right now, which is the boycott movement. I think I mentioned it earlier, but I don't even remember because I re-recorded this episode so many, so many times. So I don't know if I've mentioned it, but basically what we're doing is, there's a lot of companies that support Israel and supports the genocide, okay? And it's a lot, a lot of big-name companies. It wasn't just the celebrities I was talking about before, big-name companies, okay? And when I say a lot, I mean, I reckon most of the things that we use in our day-to-day lives are supporting genocide. But to cancel them all, all at once, is unrealistic, and um, is probably not the best course of action right now. If we really want to make a change and to make this movement happen, then we need to focus on a few. And we as a group have decided to focus on three three companies to boycott. And that is McDonald's, Cola, and Starbucks. Already, because um, this, this boycott has been happening for a bit now, like a week or two, and uh, already we can see, like, huge effects from this. 
uh, like, for example, the first Starbucks has already shut down, so this boycott, stocks are going, are like plummeting, um, and people are frantically, the, these companies are frantically trying to, um, frantically trying to like put sales or do giveaway deals or whatever to really boost up their thing and it's really it's really tempting I I know it's really tempting like if someone's practically giving away free fries from McDonald's like it's so hard to say no but if you think about that free fries being the equivalent to one dead child then I don't know about you but my appetite my appetite kind of dies but yeah, so no, say no to Macca's, say no to Cola, and remember, Cola is a huge, huge brand. They they have a lot of other drinks under their name. Uh, so even I'm not sure what what else they have under their name. Um, so I'm I'm not even sure um, at that point. But like you know, think like you know, Cola, Sprite. Um, oh, Lipton is definitely ugh. There's so, like I said, there's so many that are pro-Israel, but, like, the one that we're focusing on boycotting for sure, like I said, is Macca's Coke and Starbucks, right? Um, but if you can, to add another one on there is Disney Plus, because Disney Plus has pledged two million, um, not Disney Plus, sorry, Disney in general, um, has pledged, um, two million dollars, um, to Israel in aid, and then uh, we're boycotting Maccas as well, obviously, because Maccas is, uh, um, they they gave away free Maccas food to um, the IDF soldiers, which is the Israel Defense Forces, um, for free, and is, you know, obviously in support and sol- in support and solidarity to them. And with Starbucks, they're basically suing any other any of their branches that are like very openly pro Palestine or something like that. Um, so yeah, in terms of this boycott movement, those three are what we focus. But if you want to know what other companies do support, then I'll tell you now. But I, I like I said, I don't know everything. And there's a lot. They're like, there's so much. Um, so I'll say Starbucks, Macca's, Disney, Cola, Lay's, Kit Kat, Oreos, Seven and Up, uh, Lipton, Pepsi, Burger King, uh, Schwappers, Baskin Robbins, Pampers, uh, Chanel, um, Estee Lauder. Pringles, KFC, and so much more. This is just from one list, but every time I look at the list, it just gets bigger and bigger. Um, And just, yeah, at the moment, our main focus is the three that I mentioned in the beginning um, because it's really hard to make a difference when not everyone can focus on, like... Because it's tough. I'm not going to deny that. It's, It's really... It's really difficult. It's actually crazy. It's actually crazy living in this time and seeing, seeing visually like what's happening on this other side of the world in real time, because it doesn't look real. It looks fake. Has anyone seen the movie um, uh, V for Vendetta? Has anyone seen that? 
it's like a dystopian film and um it's just it's giving it's giving it's so deja vu like i i it it doesn't feel real our reality you know and i think i'll i don't know i'll maybe i'll compare more about it in another episode i think i have talked about v for vendetta before um maybe not i i just find it so wild like how how like on instagram or social media how you can go from a video about a person being killed to the next video is just a normal laughy laugh jokey joke video into to like back to war and then back and forth back and forth and it's just it's such an empty feeling you don't know what to feel you don't know how to process it what's going on and that is the most dystopian thing ever we we are in the dystopian era we are the horror movie <laughs> and i find it i always feel so guilty that whenever i look at enough videos of what's going on in gaza right now and i feel so down i feel so empty crying and just so guilty at living a normal life that i i can just walk away from it that i can close my phone do something else, play a game, or just go to sleep, or whatever, to ignore what's going on for a little bit, to regain emotional balance, uh, mental clarity, and stuff like that, I feel so guilty whenever I do that, because I know that they, they can't do that, they don't have the simple life luxuries that we do, and that is just, that is just such a big wake-up call for me, to be grateful for what I have, and the peace that I have right now. Because if I was tested that way, I don't think I would be able to survive. Honestly, I don't know how they do it. How they're so, they're so strong and I admire them greatly for it. Um, but what's happening there is just so inexcusable. It's so terrible. It's horrifying. I'll have to wrap up this episode for today. I'm so sorry for it being so depressing. But I really needed to use my platform somehow to just inform you guys of what's going on. And just, I ask you to please do a little bit of research. And tell your friends about it. Tell your family. Spread the word about what's going on. The more people who know about it and join the boycott movement, the better. Because we need to make a difference. And we can't we can't have a second holocaust please stay safe out there and um all the best going forward thank you all for joining me today on thoughts and theories i hope you've learned something new or taken away something to think about i hope to see you all next time till then this has been thoughts and theories with asha ama asri the opinions expressed in the episode of thoughts and theories you've just heard are solely those of the host and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of ORFM or the Hills Radio Trust. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.